GM and welcome to the 99 Blocks NFT podcast. Today I would like to talk to you about the things that are happening in the NFT and crypto space. The first topic is a former employee of OpenSea is facing up to 40 years in prison for insider trading with NFTs. OpenSea, as you probably know, is the biggest NFT marketplace. And this employee was responsible for selecting which NFT project would be featured on the homepage. And as you might imagine, the ones that are featured on the homepage get a increase in price. And he used that knowledge to buy those NFTs beforehand and sold them after they landed on the front page. And he made some money with that. He made like um, 70 or 80,000 dollars or something like that. And now he's charged with wire fraud and money laundering in connection with insider trading in NFTs. So stuff like that happens, of course, as well in the traditional finance world. There are members of Senate, there are judges, there are other politicians who sometimes have access to non-public information. And there have been several cases in the news where they got caught buying or selling stocks based on that information. An interesting question in this case is regarding the definition of insider trading, because insider trading is regarding securities. And until now, it's not clear if NFTs are securities. The definition of Securities is that it's an investment contract, meaning that a buyer of a security expects that the price of the security will go up so he can make money. And now the government will be forced to define if NFTs are securities or not. If this would turn out to be the case, this would have a lot of implications mainly that the NFT space would be much closer regulated and monitored. Next piece of news, we have Optimism. Optimism is a layer 2 of Ethereum and they did an airdrop. So if you ever used Optimism in the past, check out their website. Maybe you received a nice airdrop and the website to check for your airdrop is app.optimism.io slash airdrop, but I'll link it as well in the show notes. In other news, Solana was halted again for some hours. And when I say again, it's like the third time in the past 12 months or something. And of course, if you are using Solana, buying and selling NFTs or doing whatever, this is super annoying. And it's so weird that a blockchain actually stops working for some time and then needs to be restarted like some centralized platform. But on the other hand, Solana is pretty young. It's 2.5 years old. And if you remember, Ethereum had some troubles as well in the beginning. For example, in July of 2016, Ethereum was forked to Ethereum and Ethereum Classic because the famous DAO was hacked and 3.6 million ETH have been stolen. In October of 2016, Ethereum forked again in response to DOS attacks. And just one month later, in November of 2016, Ethereum forked yet another time 
in response to continued DOS attacks. So now this is all several years ago and it feels like Ethereum is just stable and working besides the high gas fees. So we tend to forget that there have been these issues in the past. And of course, overcoming these issues have helped Ethereum to get stronger and more resilient and more robust. And that's the same with Solana. It's a young blockchain. It uses a completely new technology and it has to overcome these issues. And when it does, it will be more robust in the future as well. Next, we have a blog post from Arthur Hayes. Maybe you remember him. He was one of the co-founders of BitMEX, the original exchange where everybody traded in 2017 and 18. And they invented the 100x leverage and described their customers as degens. And he, from time to time, puts out some interesting blog posts. And the current one, he's talking about the situation in the whole world that food and energy prices will go up more and more, that the US and Europe will be forced to subsidize the prices in one way or another in the next one or two quarters in order to make food and energy affordable for their population, and that these subsidies will be paid for with printed money. And because of that, we will enter the mother of all risky asset bull markets, in other words, cryptos and NFTs will go up again. And he's as well making the point that he believes that right now we are more or less on the bottom regarding crypto prices. So if you're a long-term investor, now might be a good time to start dollar cost averaging into your favorite assets. By the way, this is not financial advice. This is only some personal opinion of mine and for entertainment purposes only. And additionally, it's important to not use leverage in order to avoid the risk of being liquidated. Oh, I forgot to mention the reason why Arthur Hayes thinks the bottom is in is that from each bull and bear market cycle we had, the lows of each bear market have been still higher than the highs of the previous bull market. And as you remember, the highs of the previous bull market were around $20,000 for Bitcoin. And right now we dipped shortly to around 25000 So if this pattern holds true, we should not go below 20 k and might be in the bottom range already. As we are approaching the end of this episode, just a quick note on the end of this month, from June 20 to 23rd, there is the NFT NYC, biggest conference of the space. If you're in the US or plan to go to the US or have the chance to go, that probably is a great event with all kinds of side events and parties and all the people and famous projects from the NFT space will be there. And before we wrap up, I want to mention a NFT collection which recently caught my attention because some of the big cool influencers changed their profile picture or talked about it. And that collection is the Fluffy Hedgehogs. There are two reasons why I like them. First, it's a collection of only 250 items, which is super low. 
and it already has 164 owners. So that means it's not dominated by whales and instead has a good ratio of amount of owners to the available items. And second reason is that by buying a fluffy hedgehog, you actually support a real-life hedgehog in the Netherlands because they are a community and adopt injured hedgehogs and prep them up, which is a pretty nice thing. And I'll leave it at that. Talk to you next time and GM. Yeah.